the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is the best day of the week because it is Monday. And I am just always in a good mood when I get to hang out with you guys. And I know that I say that every Monday, but it's just absolutely true. And I'm willing to admit what's true, just like Gavin Newsom. We'll get to that a little bit later. So much happens over the weekends. It's almost like you don't even get a couple of days off. But I always manage to find a little time to have some fun on my weekends. Hopefully you did as well. Hopefully you are rested, rejuvenated, and ready to hit the ground running because We've got we've got to save a country and it is literally going over the brink. I think I've got it. It's so hard to try to figure out how to prioritize the topics because each one on their own, every issue we're facing is so important. And it's hard to know which ones I think are important and critical. And the priority is not may not be the same as what somebody else thinks is their priority. So here's some of the things we were going to talk about tonight. Speaker Johnson unveiling his new two-step plan, um, a new United uh, Nations plan to uh, surveil us all and control us all through social media, Um, coke found in the White House, illegal self-deporting, hmm, a white kid beaten by a whole group of 15 black kids nobody's talking about, San Francisco cleans up its filthy streets, Um, not for the citizens, well, they finally decided to clean up their act because boss daddy Gigi Pink was coming to town. Those just are a few of the topics we're going to talk about tonight. If there's something else that's on your mind, that you, email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. Tonight, an absolutely crucial vote has been underway in the House, and it's been a little confusing. So let me bring in my pod now. We'll give you the lowdown of the hoedown of the rundown of what's happening in D.C. Of course, the dude who keeps it rolling every night of the week, he was snacking before uh, we started uh, the show tonight. Hopefully he's all uh, geared up and ready to roll. It is, of course, was he snacking on the very veggie of which he for which he was named? I don't know. These burning questions must be answered by DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame Broccolini. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though, just really quickly. 
Because Xi Jinping isn't just boss daddy. He's also the sugar daddy. He and the CCP (laughs) are behind so much of the left wing activism in this country. As you've said before, George Soros can't fund everything. And the CCP picks up a lot of the slack where he where he Mm -hmm. leaves it off. So I just want Mm -hmm. people to know a lot of these seemingly organic grassroots protests we see in America, maybe even some of the pro Hamas ones we're seeing right now, funded at least in part by the CCP. Mm, Absolutely. Um, Speaking of funding. Well, well, let let me give you all. But we don't really have a, a, a final update right now to share with you guys. But let me tell you what's been going on in the house today or at least what's been going on in the House this evening. And I, you know, yes, I studied political science at LSU, but y'all know there was two tracks for which to choose, of which to choose. One was political philosophy, uh, you know, you know, how it all works from a ideology standpoint and different policy and positions and all that. And the other was the civics end of it, how all of it works within the government. And since I never planned on being a politician, I'm not an expert on how things work with committee. And then you go to vote here and then you do these amendments here. Da, 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 da. You know, I, I, I'm not an expert. And the reason why I say all that is we've known that Marjorie Taylor Greene has been wanting to get several people impeached and she has introduced articles of impeachment to do so. One of which is against department of Homeland security, uh, secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And finally it looked like we were going to actually have a vote for it. I'm a little confused because I know this morning she had tweeted out, that the, all Republicans needed to show up tonight and vote no because the Democrats were going to introduce a, resolu- a resolution to stop it and not to allow the vote to go forward. And she was asking all Republicans to vote no. But when I got on earlier to see what was happening and what the vote was going to be, I saw that Republicans had voted on something related to impeachment and they all voted yay. So I th- So I thought, okay, well, It's going forward now, and we're going to have an impeachment of Mayorkas. But then I saw Democrats coming up to the microphone and beginning to yammer, which, of course, I had to completely tune out at that point because, you know, out of self-preservation. So I think what I don't know what the Republicans voted yay on. But what we do know is that they all have to vote no to uh, which uh, on the Democrats plan to table the impeachment. And given the state of affairs, given uh, some information I have to share with you guys about Speaker Johnson, I can't sit here with any certainty and tell you that the Republicans are going to do the right thing and go forward with impeachment. Uh, Your thoughts, Sesame Broccolini? Well, I'd like like just... Overall, I mean, it seems just a little confusing, and I just want some more transparency, I guess. I don't know, in the the process. I feel like there's a little bit... It seems like there's some missing pieces of the puzzle here, and there's a lot of tra- there's a lot of backdoor secret dealing going on. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen here, um, but ultimately, I just want to see my orcas gone, um, and I want to see the Republicans unified. So I, I don't know exactly what's going on here. It feels like there's some unnecessary drama, and I'm just trying to mm-hmm. figure out exactly if there's a real strategy here. Yeah, like is- I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm glad you brought We should be unified. If you can't be unified against everything going on with this Biden administration right now, you are not a Republican. You're you, and not only that, you're my enemy. Exactly. There's absolutely nothing going on in this Biden administration that resembles what this country should be looking like. So much so that Breitbart News is reporting that elite, at least 21,000 illegal aliens, some from Venezuela, 
are self-deporting right now. They're deporting themselves because what, what a crap hole America has become. When you are saying, you know what, things were better in Venezuela than in Chicago, we're done. There's How do you not have a united Republican Party unless they are just as bad as, um, what was his name in Venezuela, Hugo Chavez, and the socialists and the communists, which quite frankly, there's very little daylight between the two isms. They are literally, they have to be on board. And we need to be paying attention because any Republican that is not solidly, and it could be 95% of them, but if they're not solidly in every way willing to gang up and using every tool possible against the Biden administration, then they are an advocate for the Biden administration. I mean, I don't even know if you saw that that article. Uh, they've said that the American dream, here are our legal aliens who have come here to this country from places like Venezuela, whose economies in Venezuela at one point was one of the most prosperous nations on the planet because of their energy sector. And it only took about 10 years for them to be completely destroyed, to have their currency worth absolutely nothing, scrounging up pets for food, literally. No toilet paper on the shelves. We now have a CVS drugstore, I think in the D.C. area, with photos of toilet paper on the shelves. Because of theft in this country, we have illegal aliens saying the American dream doesn't exist anymore. And they're going back. He says um, this one guy, Castillon, said the American dream doesn't exist anymore. There's nothing here for us. He said that despite the dangerous truck to get here, begging for money and sleeping in the streets to cross uh, several borders, he said the journey was not worth it. There you have it. Now, some people might think that this is good news, that they're self-deporting. Well, there's still, you know, 21,000 out of 10 million people that have come here just since Biden came across. This isn't good news. This isn't good news. Because when, when it, it, was it Ronald Reagan who said, if, if America is destroyed, there's nowhere else on earth. And this is where we're at. This is where we're at. So it really begs the question. Here, I supported my LSU grad, fellow LSU grad, Speaker Mike Johnson, because I fell for it. I actually believed. Some people are saying today the jury is still out on him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that the jury is out on Mike Johnson. We've had some serious bait and switch going on. Now I think I know why. He was able to unanimously get a vote from the House of Representatives. He unveiled this weekend or today his two-step plan. As we are two days away from a continuing resolution deadline. What's his two-step plan, you might ask? Well, he explained by saying, gone are the days of which we've got a big omnibus plan right before Christmas that nobody has a chance to read. Um, so he's done, he's done something so necessary, as he says. It's nothing but splitting up the omnibus bill into two different segments. He's funding part of the government through January and the other through February with absolutely zero funding cuts. Zero funding cuts. That's not a win for anybody, man. Don't be putting a bow on that and telling me 
that you've somehow delivered something to the conservatives? And then on top of it, he was asked a question about uh, Ukraine funding and where he stands and whether or not uh, he supports Ukraine funding. And his response was, yes, we all do. We? Are you speaking French? I studied French and, and not even Cajun French includes that. There is nobody, at least outside of D.C., and even including many within the Republican Party who've said no more funding for Ukraine. He says, oh, he, well, he just he's going to go have a conversation at the White House. He wants accountability. Accountability? Did he say that with a straight face? How many hurricanes has he been drinking? I don't know who he thinks he's trying to fool here, but it's not any conservatives paying attention. The honeymoon is over with Speaker Mike Johnson. The fact that the words came out, those words came out of his mouth. He's dead to me, dead to me. Things are so bad in this country. Venezuelans are getting out and he's willing to go along with even anything that the Biden administration wants in spending. He's going to continue to spend at Nancy Pelosi levels post-COVID. This was a dude that was getting excoriated by the media because he has a biblical worldview. Oh, the Bible is where I get my worldview. Show me in the Bible anything that you are supporting right now. In this continuing resolution two-step plan or in funding Ukraine? Because let me tell you what's in that two-step funding plan. Killing babies, for one. Tyranny against Americans, for two. When was the last time you read the Revelations? In fact, I don't know what Bible he's reading because I don't recognize it. It's not the Bible that's framing his worldview. There I said it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion. Might have an update for you on uh, what's happening with the impeachment of Mayorkas. Don't go away. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, FM 96.1, streaming all over the world. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about uh, speaker. Oh, I'm talking about a few things, by the way. If you miss any part of the show, if you miss that or any part of the show, don't forget you can download our podcast. And anywhere you, you get your podcast, by the way, Andrea K. Show. And you can email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. I love getting all the emails from you guys, particularly when I don't know the answer to a question. I put it out there. Like the other day, I could not think of her name. It was Debbie Reynolds, right, from Singing in the Rain. There was some boy trying to play her role in a in a production of Oklahoma at a high school somewhere and they had to step in and you know and say that wasn't allowed in the school districts where are the actresses and I don't I don't want to get off on a tangent but by the way Sesame Broccolini where are the actresses in Hollywood uh, you know if they don't start speaking up against this all these actresses who claim that Hollywood is so misogynistic and they never write enough roles for women um, are they cool with dudes taking their roles Uh, just 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 asking for a friend by the way all right. Um, following up, though, on Speaker Johnson with his two-step um, measure that he says will 
keep the government open, which I don't care about. That right there says everything that I need to know about him. He, you know, if, if, if he's interested in, in avoiding a shutdown and so much so that he's willing to keep spending at Democrat levels, he's dead to me. That alone is crappy. I don't even care what, what is in the plan at that point. Um, a, a little update on that. Uh, Republicans have since told Democrats that they don't have the votes. Johnson does not have the votes to push that through. Your thoughts on this, Sesame Broccolini? Well, uh, now it's the time for Johnson to show us his his true colors. And look, the first thing is that we have to stop spending money, plain and mm-hmm. simple. Call it whatever you want. Call it a plan, a bold new spending strategy. Call it whatever you want. This government is – the burn rate's too high. We are spending money we don't have. We are robbing future generations of prosperity and opportunity of any kind, especially when it comes to the, the economic landscape. And I'm not interested in squishy negotiators who give in to pressure easily. I thought that we brought this guy in because he was going to be a hardline, tough negotiator. So maybe I'm just a little confused um, and just disappointed, and I'm hoping that – I don't know. Maybe maybe this plan is his final his final draft, but I don't see any spending cuts at all. I, I mean, and, and that's that's the same kind of problematic thinking and and weak weak negotiating mm-hmm. that, that got us here in the first place. So, well, it's not even negotiating. It's here. We have I mean, the majority. The American people gave us the majority. And and what you know, and, and this goes back to him when he was asked walking in the hallways about funding Ukraine. Yes, yeah, we all support it. Who's we, man? You yeah, got fleas it, in your pocket? There's yeah. a poll right now that 68% of Americans say that none of those foreign wars wars are really our priority. Our southern border is. Well, and, and also that Time magazine article, you got people working directly for Zelensky saying there's theft going on. We should have stopped aid the second we heard that and demanded to take our money back. As soon as you right. hear that people on the ground are embezzling foreign aid to subsidize their own lifestyles. We should have said immediately right there, not a single dollar more to Zelensky. Corruption, corruption, corruption. And, and it's the, the same kind of corruption we're seeing consider. in D.C., honestly. So I don't right. I mean, what, what yeah. do you think is, is if maybe we are seeing Johnson's true colors and that's where it is. But as far as I'm concerned with the spending thing, we have a ticking time bomb, 34 trillion dollars yeah. on the ledger, and we can't just make it go away magically. Yeah. So I want to know what is he actually going to do? And for me, that's spending cuts. I won't settle for anything else because we can't afford right. to. The, the, right. the time he, for he settling is gone. Right. We need drastic, right. he, radical spending cuts right now. Absolutely. He said what I mean, he, he gave us a false promise, right? I mean, he was like he was like this dude that comes into your life, man. And he asks you out, you see him, his profile looks great on the dating apps, right? He shows up on the first date, he's driving a Benz, it's all clean, right? He's smelling good, he's looking good, he brings you flowers at the door, right? Right? And you know, you have a date or two and you're thinking, Oh, this this dude's awesome. And then you find out he's got two wives. Nine kids, right? <laughs> the car was a rental. You know, it's like, what? Who's <laughs> a total phony, man? You know, no. And, you know, once bitten, twice shy, right? You know, no, we're not falling for it. There's no excuse. This man has such an ability to articulate as a former litigator. He could go before the American people and make an argument today. We're going to have to shut down this government if we don't get some spending cuts done and done immediately, America. Put the, we have the majority. The American people are not on board with spending money for Ukraine. They're on board with sealing the border and, 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 and uh, they're not on board, right? 
right now, New York City is looking at an attacks on the citizens to pay for illegals. There is no American in this country that wants that. There's he had this is such an easy sell, and yet they're not willing to do it. And what we have to do as Republicans is we have to say enough. I don't care if you're in my district. I don't care if you're dating my sister. I don't care who you are. I don't care you got an R after your name. I don't care if you're my in-laws. You're going down. You're either going to support this country or we are going to take you out of office. We're going to primary you. And we're, we're not going to give you another dime. We need to cut the blood off to the tumor, the cancer that is the, that is the uniparty system. And that's the message we need to send. And even to the gang of eight, right, the hateful eight that replaced him, they need to start screaming and saying, this is not what we what we did. This is not what we were what we were looking for. And I'm tired of hearing, well, you know, it's not it couldn't be any better with him than McCarthy because the dynamics haven't changed. They should have changed. If the Republican Party, and this is why Vivek Ramaswamy at that debate was was why they're coming for him like they are. We're going to take a break in a moment. We come back. We're going to bring in Brian Maloney, Red Wave America. Um, to, to talk about it, Ronna McDaniels is making the rounds and they're all, you know, trying to justify, you know, the Republican Party. No, it, it you know, at this point, it, I, it, I, it may be time for the entire Republican voter base to completely evacuate and self-deport from the Republican Party like the Venezuelans are from Chicago. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. We can about it. Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. What was it uh, my dude DJ Sesame Broccolini called? Was That wasn't sandwiches with uh, Brian Maloney. What was it? Bologna sandwiches with Maloney. What was it? What, was, <laughs> what, what are we doing with Brian Maloney? Something like Mondays with Bologna, or I, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> there was a whole. It was a whole bit. I'm trying to remember. It was a whole bit. <laughs> we don't remember the bit. Maybe our listeners remember uh, the bit. Y'all know uh, who we're talking about, of course. He's my comfort food. He's my yummy buddy. Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. He wasn't able to be with us last week, though, uh, after uh, the debate. And so I'm super excited that he's back for his Mondays with Maloney segment with me um, because I can't wait to get his take. And I've actually even got some really yummy clips of Ronna McDaniel trying to save her bacon. Um, There's another sandwich reference. Hello, my dear friend. Hey, hey, I, yeah, we can eat better than bologna sandwiches, okay? I think we should have <laughs> some really good food, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, my dude. I, you evidently didn't hear that things are so bad in the in America right now that Venezuelans are self-deporting out of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, you know, I thought, I mean, I was wondering why they didn't do that earlier. I mean, what? why do they want to come here? I mean, I don't know. Why do they want to come here? I can't, you know, this country is falling apart. Why? What is good about and And when are they going to come here and rent an apartment for $4,000 a month? I mean, what, it doesn't make any sense. 
Well, what they were actually complaining on is that it's taken longer than they thought, you know, to get the citizenship and get all the goods and everything that was promised to them. You know, they they right. came here. They said the American dream is dead. What they don't what illegal aliens don't realize and the Democrats don't care to tell them because it's just all about, you know, changing the culture and amassing a large uh, dependent class. Um, is that the American dream was actually supposed to be something you could fulfill if you were an American citizen who was willing to work hard enough to go and achieve it based upon opportunities, not a socialist or communist entitlement program, which is what they come here expecting and 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 leading on. Um, but I want to switch gears. Before the break, I was talking about Speaker Mike Johnson and his two-step a big spending uh, plan that he unveiled over the weekend. And I jokingly said that I'm ready to self-deport from the Republican Party because at a time in which this country is so bad, Brian Maloney, that even Venezuelans are self-deporting, the Republican Party have a majority in the House and there's absolutely no excuse for them not going balls to the walls. We have the power and the control and there's no no excuse for them to, to continue to fund this government and this and this agenda. Well, to me, I think the breaking point, the final straw for me was, and I, I hope it was for you as well, was last week, uh, 70 House Republicans voted to support the $300 million palace that the FBI wants to build for itself. That I guess it's going to be in Maryland at this point. I thought it was going to be in Virginia. <clears throat> I'm hearing now Maryland. But anyway, you know. So of course, that's their, that's their brother Joe Biden's uh, uh, hometown, home state. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, so, so 70 Republicans saw the weaponization of, of the federal government against Republicans and conservatives just because we're alive and ticking and, and decided, oh, let's reward the FBI for that behavior. Yeah, it's either yeah. that or they're afraid of something. I don't know. But, you know, it's some of these guys that have already said they're not going to run again, like Ken Buck in Colorado. You know, I, I looked up and down the list trying to figure out what the common denominator was. Certainly the rhinos were in there, but there were some others in there that were strange. Uh, so, you know, to me, though, that's 70. That was it. I, I, I think we're done. I don't know what we do at this point. But every day I wonder what's holding this country together, uh, you know, with that thin, that thin little piece of thread uh, that is keeping this place moving. I don't know what it is anymore. I really don't. I don't either. And, um, you know, we had a window. We had a time in which we could have launched the third party. And the Republican yeah. Party managed to successfully, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the, the, the lesson that should have been learned, the takeaway from Ross Perot should have been a third party can be successful. Instead, conservatives yeah. listened to the stupid narrative of that it proved that third parties were bad and that's how we got Clinton. Well, you know what? We were better off with Clinton than we would have been with 41. And there was obviously George W. Bush, 43. Um, I mean, they're all globalist and part of the big the 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 same cabal um now um you know really uh, the whole thing of you know having to re you know change the party from within i don't know that it's doable uh i because we don't but i i i don't know that it is we you know trump needs to run it yeah, right. In fact, I want to play a clip after after Vivek Ramaswamy completely uh told the truth 
busted wide open. I said, I said that he basically took a scalpel and just completely removed with surgical precision the covers that the Uniparty was hiding behind, including the Republican Party. He opened the debate with crushing Ronald McDaniel and the, and the Republican Party for being losers. He used the debate itself as an excuse. He said the, the Democrats would have never allowed Greg Gutfeld. But you've got this woman up here who for years went around lying to the American people that Trump had colluded with the Russians. And I want to play this clip for you. This is Ronnie McDaniel speaking to that same Kristen Welker propagandist liar who spewed lies in order to continue to, to support a coup attempt of a Republican president. And here's what Ronna McDaniel uh, said as she fawned over her. Sesame. Thank you for being part of that, because this is a time where we met the moment. Thank you so much for having us. It was an honor Thank to you. co-moderate that debate. We Thanks. really appreciate it. Ronna McDaniel, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Met the moment. Met the moment. What moment is she talking about? Maloney. Well, I'm so, you know, it's ridiculous to keep having these debates at all. They shouldn't even be having them because it's among a bunch of people who, you know, are just trying to get some headlines. They're not, they they know that their candidacies aren't a serious effort at this point. But yeah, I mean, Rana, for the RNC to agree to that debate to be to be overseen by NBC, which is enemy number one for Republicans, is absolutely, absolutely ludicrous. I mean, it was really, really embarrassing. And then Rana, and you know, it wasn't just that, but then it was our performance on the on the election night that we just had. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and and the, what, was, what was that last Tuesday night? Uh, you know, yeah. it was the same the same thing, you know, and people were calling for her head again. And I saw a clip where she was, you know, angry at the uh, detractors, you know, Oh, I'm just on my best, you know, I mean, come on, it is loss after loss after loss. And she's doing it on purpose. It's not incompetence. Her job is to lose. She is there to destroy the Republican party. I don't know why people don't realize this. Rana Romney McDaniel has the Trump. job to destroy. Yeah, well, Trump will be the ultimate prize, but she's there to destroy every every Republican, even the rhinos. I mean, this is a this is about turning the country into permanent single party rule for Democrats, which they're closer and closer to achieving with every year, every election, every everything. I mean, they already control the institutions and Rana's job is to is to help them finish. And they're so close now they can taste it. Yeah. Um, I started to play a couple of other clips of Rana Medina talking about I'm proud of the work the RNC is doing. You know, it's like I, I almost feel like I need to just, you know, maybe give myself a mani petty and go watch, you know, some old reruns of Green Acres because it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what we do at this point. I, I, I'm so sick of her. I'm so sick of. You know, I, I, I'm sicker of the Republican Party than I am the Democrats. And I feel like I'm a broken record. I come here every night. I try to give good content. I try to share stories. I try to motivate. I try to tell the truth of what's going on in this country. Um, but I'm somebody that doesn't like I, 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 I'm somebody that's um, I like to identify a problem, but then I like to solve it. You know, I hate to right, leave. Right. 
a, a to-do list without it being completed. I, I don't like to just yammer without having an idea of what to do. I, and part of that is just well, how it was ingrained in me in corporate America. My bosses at Xerox were like, you cannot come into my office with a problem unless you've got three ideas for how to solve it. And but yeah. but we they don't want to solve anything. They're part of the problem. Well, and that's it. But so I am still happy and willing to support individual candidates for Congress for the House and Senate who I think will you know do a better job. And I think that we do need to have people donate through PACs and through the candidates themselves uh, this time. Do not give the party itself any money because Ronna will withhold it. You know, the, she withheld any money from Virginia. I don't know if you heard about that, you know, to stop yeah, you know the what? GOP. Hang on yeah. just a second. Let me inter- interrupt you because we're almost up against a break. I want to revisit that when we come back. And I do want to play a clip for you because she talks about, see, now you got me back in it. And she talks about how, how what the RNC does versus local races and, and what she, what they're responsible for and what the, what the candidates are responsible for. So I want you to pick up where you restate what you just said there and then also uh, explain what you agree with or what you don't with when we come back as to what she said their responsibility is versus the candidate. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to continue our discussion with Brian Maloney of Red Wave America. We, we can't just give up. I, I, I know I get down at times. We can't just give up. We've got to take our power back. We've got to work hard. And we're going to continue that discussion when we come back from the break. K, Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. See, my buddy Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. I vent a little bit, and he immediately brings me back to reality, gets me fired up. Gets me to thinking, yes, there are things that we can do. We don't have to just sit back and take whatever this Republican National Committee, this RNC is trying to shove on us. But we do need to have a game plan. So, Brian Maloney, I want to continue my discussion with you. I want to start with this clip from Ronna McDaniel because she's talking about what uh, that she's proud of the work the RNC is doing. And I think she goes on to explain what their role is versus the candidates. And then I want you to break it down, continuing what you were talking about in the last segment about what we need to do and working directly with PACs and candidates. So Sesame Broccolini, if you can play that Ronna McDaniel clip. Are Republicans right to be frustrated? I understand being frustrated. Of course, we want to win. And I look at the RNC, though, and I'm proud of what we're doing. I mean, we're a turnout machine. We don't do the messaging the candidates do with their pollsters and their campaigns. But I look at our minority outreach that we're doing and the growth we've seen with Hispanic and Asian voters. I look at 2022. Republicans won the popular vote. We turned out four million more voters and we would have won the Electoral College. The RNC builds the road. All the candidates drive on it. You need a good candidate and a good road to get to your destination. And the things we're doing right now with our Bank Your Vote initiative and with 70 lawsuits that we're in, we just won, in, won one in New Hampshire that upholds voter ID on top of our engagement with minority communities. I'm really proud of what the RNC does. Your response, Brian Maloney. 
bunch of talking points. And what it, what it, I think demonstrates is that there really is no vision. I truly maintain the belief, though, that Rana is there to intentionally lose races for the GOP and send us into single party rule in this country. I truly believe it isn't just that she's an idiot, that there's more to this. Uh, and this, mm-hmm. you know, the candidates are responsible for their messaging. Or no, Look, the party has to oversee all of that. The party to say, to essentially duck responsibility for what was a totally winnable scenario in Virginia, which was taking full control over both legislative chambers, which would have been a huge feather in the party's cap going into next year, would have helped us raise a lot more money, Uh, you know, and for her to say, oh, that was their job to do. That's the local yokels to do that. You know, no, 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 that's not how it works. You think for a minute that's how the Democrats operate? There's no no way. Oh, Oh, no. They say, oh, no, 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 we leave all that up to the kids. No way. They are centralized command control from the top down and they don't mess around, you know, and we've just got this idiot in there, Rana, every time losing. And and then you've got this committee, you know, the the RNC members who who think she's doing a good job. I mean, what? Well, yeah, because they're in on it. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're like her, you know, cousin, you know, Mitt Romney. And then she also says, we're a turnout machine. Excuse me. What? Where? Where's the ground game? Turnout machine, my There's hiney, no ground okay? game. They're not doing a thing. They're not Zero. doing a thing about it. And the, the, the ground, I mean, the base of the GOP has been discouraged from even turning out to vote at all because they think their vote won't count. So even just getting around people to the polls anymore is a nightmare because you talk to people and they say, well, what difference does it make? I know my vote won't count, so why should I bother? And so we've got and, that oh, going and, on nationwide. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And we try to raise money. People say, why, why should I uh, donate to these candidates when I know the election will be stolen? This is what we're up against 24 seven now. Right. And when it comes to messaging, I just want to go back to that. I happen to know somebody from San Diego that is one of the, the key people that goes around and trains all the congressional candidates on ha- on messaging. And, you know, he was the California chairman for the Republican Party. So, you know, they control messaging. She is such a lying sack. Right. I Um, went through one of those campaign schools in Sacramento years ago. I went through one of those and it was like a week long boot camp. I mean, it was an intense series of of courses and lectures that, you know, took every single day of the week. And 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 that was absolutely overseen by the GOP. I mean, they've been doing that for years. That's how right. we oh, use, and, and then they, they, yeah. And what is she talking about in 2022? We won the popular vote and the electoral. 2022, we didn't have a presidential election in 2022. There was no electoral count in 2022. We got our yeah, butts kicked in 2022 in the midterms. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, she was just trying to, you know, weasel her way through that. And I mean, I, you know, it's funny because at least, Mitt Romney, you know, had the decency to not try to run again. I mean, he knew he would he, he would lose. But I mean, I guess the the difference with Rana Romney McDaniel is that she doesn't feel like anyone can stop her. So she continues to have this high paying job with the task at hand of destroying the party and turning us into single party role, which we're we're ninety nine percent the way there right now. So. I mean, but I'm, I am not going to give up. I'm not going to stop fighting. And I think there are plenty of individual candidates running for House and Senate in this country and local races 
who are good people who want to go in there and do good. We've got to try those individually, but don't give a dime to the RNC. Do not give a dime to the Republican Party. And that's why we have PACs. I mean, I still have my Red Wave America PAC. We've got a huge following on social media. We'll be working on campaigns. Uh, we're going to be looking to raise some money here and do some campaigns for some uh, some people that are in swing states, in Senate races, House races, but also to, you know, to donate the maximum to individual candidates. And that maximum is a lot smaller. And that's why we have the PAC so that you can give more money. So we have those two things together. But don't give a dime to the Republican Party in Washington. They don't deserve it and they will misuse it uh, and they will give it to Rana. And it's the worst thing you could do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, giving any money or any support to the RNC at this point is is contributing to your own demise. Unless you're one of the elites and you're banking on the fact that when this country is transformed into a communist state, that you're going to be one of the elites. I mean, we're already seeing right now uh, the expansion of the wealth divide under the uniparty system. And at this point, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if I can pretend I'm Venezuelan and go to Venezuela. I'm just kidding, by the way. Um, but we, we got to continue to fight to my last, to my last breath. I will fight for this country. Uh, Tim Scott, by the way, uh, I, I think we've got about a minute or two left. Tim Scott has, um, dropped out. He has suspended his campaign. And my first thought was nice guy, but you know, if, a, if a bear, um, what is it? Yeah. Poops in the woods. Is anybody there yeah, to see yeah. it? I mean, you know what? Right. Your thoughts? Yeah. Well, he he needs to stand for something and he just doesn't. You know, there's just not a lot. He's a nice guy. Nothing going on upstairs. But the one well, the one thought I want to leave you with the most significant story of the last week and politically has been the Biden regime going after Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, because what this is, is the regime saying we're, we're not just going to annihilate Republicans. We're going to even annihilate Democrats who try to speak out of turn, who say anything that contradicts our narrative. Uh, and that's exactly, I mean, he dared to speak out against the sanctuary city and the mess, the debacle that is cost, uh, costing, you know, New York city. Uh, and what, they're going to remove him as mayor. I mean, they're going to put the guy in jail yeah. probably. Great point. I mean, they suddenly, um, you know, here they've had no desire. They not only had no desire to not prosecute Hunter Biden, but we we already we've talked ad nauseum about the the links that the FBI and the Department of Justice has done to cover it up. But all of a sudden, Eric Adams starts complaining about Biden, the border and that and the IRS. And or, or I'm assuming it's the IRS yeah. and probably Treasury Department coming down on his fundraising season his phones and his devices it's like this is this is where we're at you know um it's kind of like cancel culture these democrats all think these hollywood people thought they could avoid you know cancel culture because they're a democrat same thing for these elected officials when these communists are serious there's a reason why communists have left 100 million people dead over the years because they don't care who you are. The useful idiots are typically the first to go, and um, that I'm well, glad yeah, you yeah, brought that up. Right they go way. after their they go after their own supporters first. Uh, they they yep. assassinate their own supporters first, and then they go after everybody else. That's what Mao did, you know. I mean, and that's exactly what's going on right here. Yep. 
Well, Brian Maloney, thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate it. And thank you for you know reminding us that we need to fight, but we got to we got to do it smart. OK, we've got to work smart, not hard. We've got to fight smart. And thank you for being here, my dear. Appreciate it. All right, you guys. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. show is coming up. You know what UNESCO's big plan is? Do you even know who they are? Well, we're going to share that with you when we come back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.